0: Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. On today's episode, we have Mary Marianello from allaboutlearningpress.com. She shares the founder's story on how this company got its start, how curiosity, playfulness, and a sense of humor is incorporated into the curriculum, and how All About Reading often succeeds where other programs may not be successful and how all about learning press appeals to a variety of learners and the pace is customizable so that parents can go as quickly or as slowly as their children need so go grab your coffee go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what mary has to say let's get into the podcast Mary, say hello to everyone. Hi, thanks for having me on today. I'm so glad you could be on. So I like starting off my podcast with either a myth buster or something people just don't know about homeschooling. So let's start with you with what do you think most people don't know about homeschooling?
1: Well, that's a good question. One thing I really hear a lot is that people think homeschooling is just too hard and that there's just no way that they would ever be able to do that or figure it out. And, um, I just like to give people hope that they really can do this and you don't have to start off knowing everything all at once. And you can really learn step-by-step, um, along the way as you go. So, um, you know, there's so many resources out there that can help people and, um, There's, um, online communities that can encourage you. So yeah, just go for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you specifically are one of those resources (laughs) for all about learning press. So
1: tell us what is the focus of the curriculum? So our programs focus on teaching reading and spelling and we start kids off right at the very beginning level when they're learning how to read and spell words like cat and top and it takes them all the way up to high school level word attacks so that they can word attack skills so that they can learn to read and spell words like limousine and horticulture. So it's really a full program.
0: That's interesting. I've never heard of that phrase word attack skills can you explain that a little bit more or like go into a more detail about that?
1: Sure. So word attack skills are just those skills that help us be able to um, break words down um, into um, understanding things like syllable types and how those affect words. Um, understanding um, the different phonograms that make up our language, um, understanding how to be able to sound out and decode words or encode them. Um, So it really helps them to know um, all those different types of skills. Um, One example is, um, you know, most people know that um, silent E at the end of the word will make a vowel long, but there's actually a number of different jobs that silent E can have. Like silent E can make a C or a G say it's soft sound. So that's why we don't say if it's, Um, at the end of a word like fence, where the silent E made the C soft. Um, So we teach kids all those types of skills. So they really understand how to read and spell. That's really
0: specific. Was there a target to the curriculum? Like to, was there like a target for the curriculum, like a target,
1: a specific type of student that it was targeting for? That's a great question. So um, it really is able to help um, pretty much any kind of student. So um, whether they're a beginning learner that just needs to learn how English works, or if it's a student with specific struggles like dyslexia or ADHD or something else that's making reading or spelling hard to learn for them. Um, And then it's also good for advanced students. We've had um, parents whose kids were just really interested in learning how English works and they go through the program fast, but um, really felt that it gave them a solid foundation. So it really can work for a variety of students. That's so cool. I feel like if I had my own child and I was
0: going through this type of curriculum, I would learn a lot myself.
1: Well, I think that's true. I mean, I first came to All About Learning Press when I was looking for a spelling program because I homeschooled my own kids and they were really struggling with spelling. And um, so I took them through All About Spelling and I, yeah, I kept saying, oh, I didn't realize this or I didn't know it. So it helped me actually improve my own spelling. (laughs) Yeah. There are things that we just do now naturally as we, as we are
0: older that we didn't understand like the rules behind it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's very it's, interesting.
0: Yeah. It's really cool to be able to put like, uh, like not just a rule, but just a reason why we do this instead of saying, I don't know why we do
1: this. We just yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's so helpful because instead of a sight reading method where kids have to try to memorize every single word that's out there, um, you know, imagine trying to memorize just thousands of words, um, learning some, Rules that are actually reliable and that hold true for almost all words can help you be able to suddenly decode uh, hundreds of words or know how to spell hundreds of words because you understand the principle behind it. So it really opens up reading and spelling for kids. That's fantastic. What was the inspiration for the curriculum? Well, so our founder, Marie Ripple, um, she and her husband have a, a son that had severe dyslexia and they had him evaluated and they were told that he's never going to learn to read or spell and that they should just have him institutionalized. And of course they were like, no, that's not going to happen. That's not um, not the life we want for our son. And so Marie just dug in and researched and learned um, all about Orton-Gillingham and how to apply that approach to reading and spelling um, and just learned what methods are going to be effective for teaching her son. And then she took that information and tutored kids for more than 20 years um, and then finally developed the programs and thought, you know, any parent can be able to teach this if we just walk them through how to do that. Um, So they really didn't want... anybody to have to experience what they had experienced and um, to give parents uh, just successful methods that will help their kids. That is beautiful. Um, So the Orton
0: Gillingham approach, can you explain that? I've heard of the different, I've heard of different approaches like Charlotte, our Charlotte Mason method or approach. And, you know, there's just been so many out there. Uh, yeah. I don't hear a lot of Orton-Gillingham. So can you give us a little bit more of like an in-depth understanding?
1: Sure. So Orton-Gillingham is an approach that um, specifically relates to reading and spelling. And um, it uh, refers to teaching through multi-sensory methods, uh, making sure that kids know the phonograms, which are the, the basic building blocks that make up the words that we um, read and spell, um, teaching them in a very incremental method so that they learn step by step, um, being very explicit so that they don't have to guess at what they're supposed to do, but it just shows them exactly um, what they need to know to be able to read and spell. So it incorporates um, just a variety of different um, things to make it an approach that really works for students.
0: Can you take me through what a, like a basic, in, like a basic uh, beginner level uh, lesson would look like?
1: Um, Okay, so for our reading program, um, our lessons are divided basically into three parts. So each um, lesson starts with a review section. Um, So they have phonogram cards and word cards that they can review um, words and phonograms that they've learned previously to make sure that, um, that they're becoming more automatic with those so that they can learn those and then it goes into a new teaching section and in the new teaching section um, they'll learn maybe some new phonograms or a new uh, concept to apply to words um, so for example they might um, learn that c has two sounds that it can say the hard k- sound or it can say the soft s sound. And um, and it will tell them when it's going to say each sound. So C is going to say it's soft sound if it is before an E, an I, or a Y. Um, and so then it'll um, have you model with the letter tiles how to teach this um, skill to your students. And it's it's all scripted for you. That was one thing I really loved when I was teaching my kids. You know, I didn't have to try to think up what to say or what to do. It just showed me step-by-step how to teach and it's all scripted. Um, So you model the concept for your kids and have them practice that. Um, And then it goes through some activities. Um, So they get to practice that with activities. They practice it on a word list. Um, And then um, finally, they'll practice it on a story. So they'll get to read a story that incorporates only decodable words. that, you know, that they've already been taught how to read. So they really get a lot of practice, um, building up that fluency that they need for reading.
0: And so many different ways. I like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you had mentioned that the curriculum has everything scripted, I think something a lot of parents don't know, is that in the public school, a lot of us teachers write out everything we're going to say as well. Like we script everything out, especially as a new teacher, I would have papers and papers of what I was going to say next. And I Mm. would try and guess what, well, I actually had to, I had to literally write down my student is going to say this. And that gave me the indication that if they didn't say that, because that should have been their response. If they didn't say that I knew at that point, that's where I had to either stop or come back to for some students. So that's a really, yeah, yeah, that's a really big point. And where you, where I think people don't realize like it's okay to script it. Mm, As long as you have that framework, you have a framework to work in, whether or not you use it or you don't use it, you have it there. And it's really interesting how people think that with teaching, you know, you won't you wouldn't need something like that right i mean you go do if you go do a talk you have it written out right what you're going to say if you are you know doing a message or any type of anything movies whatever everyone has a script yeah why wouldn't you have a script for teaching
1: well and especially you know if it's something you've never taught before Or if it's something you struggle to teach, how helpful is it to have a script there for you to just be able to follow that shows you, here's how to teach it. Here's how to model this. Here's, you know, here's what to say so that you don't have to try to think of it on the spot when you're working with your child.
0: Yeah. And actually some of our scripts went down to the time. (laughs) (laughs) We would literally time ourselves. Hmm. So I just wanted to say that because I really want parents to know that, you know, we all use those methods and through in homeschooling it's okay like the what suppose not experts like i'm not an expert in any Mm. which way shape or form and a lot of people think that the public school teachers are experts we're not we are just people who work there i'm gonna be really (laughs) honest that's what we are people who work there and we've just majored in this one subject that we teach, or I I mean, or multiple subjects, I teach four different subjects, but we've majored in that. That's the only difference, right? And how much how many of us know that education and new material always comes out, right? So we're consistently always having to keep up with what's new, update Mm, our learning, right? Because I teach biology, chemistry and physics. Now, chemistry and physics don't really change. Because they're more concrete math. So they tend to stay the same. They don't really, there's nothing super brand new about that. But biology, because biology tends to, I don't know, they have these brand new things that never existed before. And so we have to stay updated. And a lot of those biology things tend to get thrown away as well, believe Mm -hmm. it or not, because they all have to line up with the laws. Right? The laws of thermodynamics and things like that. I mean, I remember being in college, and I was trying to learn something with evolution. It just didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I would get, I literally would, get, would fail every single test. I was like, this just doesn't make sense. And to find out three weeks before the class was over, a new study came out that all of that was wrong. Ah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I was failing a class. Oh, my <laughs> so goodness. I was mad. I was like, you gotta I change bet, my grade. <laughs> <bet>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, all hmm. that to say, parents, you know, the big one takeaway that I got from this part of this conversation is you don't have to know everything. You don't have to know what to say at this very moment. You can have it scripted out It is perfectly fine. It doesn't make you less of anything. If you can say it off the top of your head or if you have it scripted out all of it is an opportunity to educate your child and to take them to that next level and you have so much support with people like mary you know and you know when i was in school um i know my mom she homeschooled me from the time i was born to like five years old when i was into when i went into the public school system Hmm. and she had me super advanced and you know I'm, I'm identifying letters at a, you know, 10 month old and, you know, words just identifying. I really didn't speak until like almost a year old. I started speaking and then she had me, you know, reading and writing and speaking two languages by two years old. Now, this is my mom, right, who you know, high school diploma, you know, went for a little bit of college, not much, a little bit of college. She advanced me that much within five years. She put me in the public school system. Right. And in kindergarten, I was three years ahead. First grade, I was still two years ahead. You know, mm. second grade, I was only a year ahead. By the time I hit third grade, I was on level because they never advanced me. Right. Mm. They can't. Yeah. They, they didn't have the, you know, the opportunity to advance me. Right. My mom had stopped, you know, doing the whole homeschooling thing because she felt, yeah, they're going to do it you know, for my kids. So now this is what we do. And from that time on fourth grade up, I was literally at the average, I couldn't seem to get ahead. And that for me is a big indicator why you know, homeschooling is just a much more sophisticated, powerful, and by far for me, more superior than the pub- than the institutionalized system that we have. You know, that just kind of passes the kids on. It doesn't matter yeah. if they I oh, just just no child left behind. Let's just keep passing him on. So, you know, when my high school student comes to me and they have a second grade reading level and a second grade, you know, writing level, which is that's really true. That can <laughs> happen. Yeah. Oh, it I've, does I've happen. I've seen it too. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens a lot. So those things for me are really the reason why, you know homeschooling, I just champion it all the way.
1: Yeah. So and bless your mom for all that she was able to do. And, um, you know, it, like you said, it really just is a Testament that one-on-one teaching and really being able to teach at a student's pace and go as quickly or as slowly as they need to, to be able to master something instead of just passing them along. Um, yeah, you just have so much flexibility and freedom and power in homeschooling.
0: Yeah. And I love how your curriculum doesn't focus in on ages. It focuses on levels because that's yeah. really how people learn. They don't learn. Oh, so now I'm six. I should be learning six year old reading. That doesn't even make any yeah. sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. But we really do. You know, our whole culture is set up to, um, pigeonhole kids into, you know, you're this age, you're this grade. And um, sometimes people do confuse our levels with uh, grade levels, but um, they actually aren't. They're just, you know, showing uh, the progression of topics. And we have placement tests so that people can place their kids in the reading or spelling programs according to what they know and their ability. And then you can start teaching them from there.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic because those placement tests really give a parent like a leg up to understand where their child is at and how they can best support them. And to your point where society does put us into these pigeonholes, it could be also why at like 18, we think we're supposed to be somewhere, 25, we're supposed to be at this part of our life. I mean, how many people are adults and they're like 30 and like, well, I'm not where I'm supposed to be what does that even mean? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) What does that even mean? So you're 30 and what you're, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And I, I just, I love the fact that homeschooling has become so much more popular and that there are so many more opportunities for parents to partner, not just, you know, with, um, other like homeschool co-ops and things like that, but are able to partner with their child. literally partner with their children and be able to build a relationship in this vein. So for me, I, I feel homeschooling, not just educates the child, but it literally
1: educates the whole family. Yeah. You really do learn so much as a parent when you're teaching your child. And I love what you said about focusing on that relationship with your child. Um, You know, it's hard sometimes, especially if you have a child that's struggling with a subject, it's hard to let go of those, you know, preconceived notions we have about grade levels. Oh, my child should be here. They're behind, you know. Instead of focusing on that, you know, look at where was your child several months ago and then where are they now and look at the progress they've made and look at the growth they've made um, and really focus on that instead of that whole grade level and focus on that relationship with your child. And, um, you know, you never get these years back. So what a wonderful opportunity to be able to develop that closeness with our child and to just walk with them through life. That you could not have said it better.
0: Oh my gosh. You know, um, I was talking, I had, I had an interview with, um, Andrew Pudawa and at the end, Mm. the last thing he said was the most important thing. Out he goes and it, and it has nothing to do with academics or the education or the learning part the most important thing that your child is going to remember are those experiences they have with you yeah.
1: as they're growing up yep that is so true love that yeah
0: so what is the call to action mary where can they buy the the curriculum connect with you and you know just be able to Connect.
1: Yeah, so um, our website is allaboutlearningpress.com and we explain all about our programs on there. Um, people can connect with me through um, email or through our Facebook support group. Um, my email is support at allaboutlearningpress.com and um, my coworker and I both answer those, but um, you know, good chance that you'll get me if you send an email to that. Um, and we really provide ongoing support. We wanna make sure that parents feel like they have the tools they need to teach their kids. So if you're using one of our programs and you have a question about how to teach a lesson or you just need more examples or more strategies, you know that's what I am really there for. Um, so we just wanna make sure that um, you can help your kids succeed. And you guys have a blog as well to kind of help parents with different types
0: of, like different types of learners.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness. It's one of the most amazing homeschool blogs I've seen. Marie puts out so much content and really good content, you know, teaching tips for, you know, your child has auditory processing issues or dyslexia, or your child is struggling with learning um, prefixes or suffixes, whatever it is, um, she really gives tons of tips. There's free downloads, there's samples from the curriculum um, so that you can really um, have usable information. Even if you're not using our programs yet, um, you can have usable information for teaching your child. So, and we also have a free resources page that has tons of free activities that you can download. So that's yeah. fantastic.
0: I'm gonna put it all in the show notes. Cause I, I see that you even have one about uh, for down syndrome and for active children. Those are really important. Cause we have, yeah. you know, those kids sometimes get, you know, overlooked and we wanna be able to educate the whole child. Yes. Yeah. So. Is there one huge takeaway from our conversation
1: that you want to leave with parents today? Hmm. I would say, um, don't be afraid to fail. I love that. You know, I think when we're so concerned about failing that it, it just, it makes you freeze up and you really need the freedom to fail, to have the freedom to succeed. So, you know, try something do it with your child and um you know if it doesn't work then you'll be able to try something else but yeah you really need that freedom to fail to have that freedom to succeed with your kids
0: and i'm just going to tap onto that because that also teaches your child that it's okay you don't it's okay to fail and it's not even really failing right it's more or less like i'm learning how not to do that
1: right exactly
0: Yeah. Benjamin Franklin was asked like, Hey, so, you know, you failed a lot. He's like, no, I didn't fail. I just found so many ways not to do it. And (laughs) that really is the mindset. I love the fact that you brought that up. That is so important. Parents, another huge takeaway, you're not failing and you're never going to, you're not going to fail your child by teaching them. In fact, you're going to do them such a beautiful service of, your time your love and that relationship that you're going to build with them again just like mary Mm -hmm. said you're only going to get these years once you only have this time once with them and how amazing will it be when they grow up that they have all these memories and so do you so with that mary thank you so much for coming on and just sharing so much wisdom so you know just so many inspirational stories, and you know the testimonies. They really are. They just made this whole
1: episode very powerful. Great. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciated our conversation. Awesome.
0: If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage Podcast